This is your wake-up call. week it feels like a wednesday yes it is a short week mm-hmm. three-day week and last weekend so it is definitely a short week and how was your day yesterday did you do anything fun uh yesterday Exciting. actually i went and did an interview at the source shout out to landell mcmillan it's mm-hmm. like their hold on i don't want to get the anniversary wrong i can't remember if it's their 30th or 35th anniversary but i'm gonna tell you in a second but go ahead what'd you do um what did i do yesterday yesterday i didn't do much of anything what did i do i didn't do you didn't anything. do anything? Nah, just chilled and relaxed. My, my moms and pops came over, so I was hanging out with them and the kids all day long, and we just chilled and relaxed. I didn't really do much of anything yesterday. Yes, yeah, the source's 30th anniversary. And sometimes just, you know, chilling out and relaxing is the best thing to do. You need to just sometimes just energize yourself. Just chill out. And that's what I did yesterday. I didn't do not, nothing at all, which was great. Right. And I was uh, watching a lot of things that were unfolding yesterday. I see somebody posted on social media that Kanye's having a private listening party in Wyoming. Well, you knew that. You knew that before you seen it on social media. We were all invited. Of course, yeah, Kanye today is having a private uh, listening session. Like she said, he's playing the album out in Wyoming. He's flying some press out to Wyoming. Yeah, he's flying uh, press. He's flying uh, tastemakers. He's flying a bunch of people. I uh, declined. I didn't go. Uh, Angela Yee, of course, you declined, right? Oh well, yeah, going? you know, I can't go because shout out to my guy, Michael Kaiser. He's having a big birthday bash, and I got to make sure I'm there for that. And that's a very good friend of mine. So the album comes out, what, tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow, yep. So we'll tomorrow. hear it tomorrow. Yeah, we'll find out all about the album tomorrow and see what's, what's going on with the album tomorrow, which should be a lot of fun. And let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about a young woman who actually got... I, <laughs> You got to right. I don't know if you saw this body cam footage, but the police once again beat this young woman up. They released the body cam footage and pretty was this horrifying. At? This was in Wildwood, New Jersey. Oh, Wildwood New Jersey. Beach. I seen that the other day too. Yeah, yeah. They 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 punched her in the face. Crazy. They said that uh, allegedly she spit on him, and they they beat the brakes off her. It's crazy. We'll oh, talk and about- I, I just want to shout out to John Bunn. I met him yesterday too when I was at the source. If you guys remember the John story, John Bunn. Yes, he was wrongfully jailed at fourteen. Mm. And the murder of a correction officer. I'm sure you guys have seen the pictures and the footage as he was released from jail finally after 17 years of being wrongfully incarcerated. I met him yesterday. He's going to be here up on the Breakfast Club next week to talk about that whole situation. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news is next. Let's go. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, game one, the NBA Finals is tonight. Warriors versus the Cavs. That seems so damn fast. Nah, the last game was what Monday night. Monday. Monday night. Yeah, should have them guys a week. Nah, Monday night. They got to get this going. Why they in such a rush for the Cavs to lose? You know, I want to say the Cavs ain't gonna lose, but I said I want to say. I ain't say I was gonna say. No, I said I want to say. What's your prediction in how many games? I say the Warriors in about five. Warriors five. I want to say six. 
Warriors in five. Yeah, I'll say six. But didn't I, they lose in six last year, the Cavs? They lost in six last year. Lost in six yeah. last year with Kyrie Irving. So I give them, they'll lose in five this time. All right, what else are we talking about, Yee? Uh, well, let's talk about this body cam footage that was just released at the Jersey Shore. This was at Wildwood. Wildwood is actually where I went after the prom when I was in high school, Wildwood Beach. And this incident went viral because cell phone footage of the beatdown circulated on social media, and now the police have released that body cam footage. It's a nine-minute clip, and it shows the cops giving a breathalyzer to a 20-year-old woman, Emily Weinman, and another girl. They were questioning them about underage drinking because they found some liquor mm-hmm. near their beach blankets. Now, Wyman, it looks like she passed the breathalyzer test, but then uh, she refused to give her last name when the police officer asked for it, and this is what happened. You're mad because you thought you were drinking. Okay, what's your last name? You could name? wait here. That's like you wasted your time coming over here. You could wait here for her. Okay, what's your last name? I don't need my last name. Okay, that's it. I'm done with you. Do you have cuffs on you? Get over here. You're about to get dropped. <laughs> He told us she about to get dropped. Yes, yes. you're about to get dropped. I tell you one thing. All because, and by the way, passed the breathalyzer test. Then just simply said to him, "You're just mad because you thought we were drinking," and she wouldn't give her last name because is she under arrest? I tell you one thing: if cops start brutalizing white women, it's gonna get some change around here real soon. There'll be some police reform real quick. They keep doing that. I tell right. you that much. Well, mm-hmm. the officers are on administrative duty while they investigate the incident, and she was charged, by the way. Administrative duty? What's that? Yeah. Mean? That means your desk duty. They're just sitting at the desk running papers. They oh. can't be on the beat anymore. Mm-hmm. Now she was uh, charged with two counts of aggravated assault on an officer and possession of alcohol as a minor. Why she got assaulted? She uh, the video I don't know. I he look, told her you're about to get dropped, the and video then pulled I saw her by her like ponytail. She was getting assaulted. Yeah. Well, t- uh, once again, they keep on. They start brutalizing uh, young white women out here. There's gonna be some police reform real quick. I really don't understand how, how you can hit a woman like that. Like, that makes no sense. She didn't even do anything. You just got mad that she passed the breathalyzer. You wanted to arrest her, and there you have it. I understand if she had a gun or, or if his life was threatened, but you just gonna punch a woman in the and face? And to say to somebody, you're about to get dropped? A couple more cases of them brutalizing white women. It's gonna be some police reform real quick. Mark right. my words. Alright, now let's talk about Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the White House press secretary. She, for once, got emotional. She was at a press briefing on Wednesday when uh, Benji, he's 13 years old, asked a question. He was working for Time for Kids magazine. They were covering the White House Sports and Fitness Day. And here's what Benji asked Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We recently had a lockdown drill. One thing that affects mine and other students' mental health is to worry about, about the fact that we or our friends could get shot at school. Specifically, can you tell me what the administration has done and will do to prevent these senseless tragedies? I think that uh, as a kid and certainly as a parent, there is nothing that could be more terrifying for a kid to go to school and not feel safe. So I'm sorry that you feel that way. This administration takes it seriously. And the school safety commission that the president convened is meeting this week, again, an official meeting uh, to discuss the best ways forward. All right. So she got a little bit choked up. I didn't hear her get choked up. Yes, you didn't hear her voice just now. <laughs> no, oh, you didn't Not like see business it? as usual to me. Yeah, maybe I had to see it. And if she did cry, no, if, if she, she did cry. She's crying because she realized that the administration is not doing a damn thing. 
Well, she didn't cry, but her voice was very wavery, and you could see she was getting a little watery-eyed. Mm. And she has kids of her own, so it probably made her think about that as well. But and that's a tough question when you get asked, what, what are y'all doing to keep us safe, and you know you're not doing anything. Exactly. And you know what's interesting? Dick Sporting Goods, they have decided to stop selling assault-style rifles back in February. They thought it was going to really hurt them. Well, it turns out their stock prices went up by as much as 27% after they actually stopped selling those assault-style rifles in high-capacity magazines. And a number of people have started shopping with them or said they're going to shop more because of that policy. And their online sales also went up 24% after that. All right. Well, that's your front-page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe this week has, has got you a little crazy and you just want to get some things off your chest. Or maybe you just want to spread some positivity and tell them why you're blessed. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, MV, Big Chocolate, the Toe Sucker. How we doing? Hey, what's up, Big oh, Chocolate, the Toe Sucker? It's Toe Time, everybody. We need a little funny this morning. All right, I want to play a game with you. It's called mm. Is It Just Me? All right, here we go. Tell me what you think at the end. Is it just me or does Charlemagne look like Tyrese's ugly twin? Is it just me or does Angela E. wear pants all the time to hide her hairy legs? Is it just me or does Envy have feet like Fred Flintstone? Yabba dabba doo. Is it just me or was everything you just said corny as hell just now? <laughs> could just be could just be me, though. Is it just me or you just got hung up on? My legs definitely are never hairy, but well, all right. Put that out there. Hello, who's this? Hi, Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Good morning. Get it off your chest, mama. I just wanted to say I'm blessed to be able to wake up in the morning and go to work and get that coin. That coin? <laughs> I wish they started giving y'all coins for real. Right? <laughs> I wish everybody that always says that, get that coin. I really wish they start paying y'all in coins. See how y'all would like I that. I am. All right. All right, mama. Thank you. Shout out to Local 638. Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? Trav, how you always Trav, get through, you Trav? are amazing. The back door. We know this already. <laughs> Trav, we might as well just make you part of the show. Wake up with Trav <laughs> on The Breakfast Club. L- listen, yeah, that, that'll be amazing. I like that. What's up, man? What's up, young turkey sausage? <laughs> what? I don't know. I, nothing, hey. sis. He nothing. loves turkey sausage, yeah, in other loves words. Turkey. That's why. Go ahead. <laughs> It is crazy. Listen, I want to talk about Drake and that explanation that he dropped last Oh, we're going to get into that in the rumor report, but go ahead. All right, so, I mean, I feel like that, I feel like he released a good enough explanation. Okay. And I feel like Drake is really a genuine person. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, from like, just from what I see, I can only go by what I see. He okay. seems like he's a genuine person. He seems like he's an open person. And he always in his feelings and emotional, so he seems like he's genuine. So that explanation did it for you? I believe, I believe he had the right intention behind okay. him doing the photo shoot. I would like I would like I would like to see the full project that he said uh he was doing. I would like to see that. And maybe it didn't ever happen. I mean he, he yeah, had to yeah, shoot yeah. it, right? Maybe he had to shoot it in the pre- in the statement he said it was from a full project that they did. Right. Trying to show the hardships that uh black people face when they go to auditions. I don't know why you gotta go in full minstrel gear to do that, but I would love to see the full project. Well, I did see like the. He two said he pictures. was working on a project, so maybe they never finished it. A lot of people work. I'd on like projects. to see some of it. I'd like to see more. I'd like. I'd like to see more of it. 
Yeah, he, he can't just say that just to say it. Yeah, word is born. That sounds I, why good. Why would y'all believe him? That's like, a, that's like somebody I, saying, I, I, I'm not racist, I was on Ambien. Yeah, right. Yeah. Word is born. And, I and I'll more. tell you this, Bossip did a whole post where they show other people who have been, who have used blackface for other projects before also. Yeah, but you know the exact intention of those projects. Somebody told me yesterday, Tommy Davidson and uh, Savion Glover. I'm like, the movie was bamboozled. We know exactly why they had on blackface and bamboozled. Like, so I need to see more of the project. That's all. I, I didn't realize y'all. I didn't realize y'all was just forgiving a blackface because I know every time I see somebody wear blackface, y'all be jumping out the window. Y'all be mad as hell when people wear blackface. Charlamagne, Charlamagne. I, now I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to read you, but that, let's just be real. The reason why you going this hard is because it's Drake, and you really don't like. You kind of don't like. Drake. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't dislike Drake. I just want, I just, I just want everybody to have the same energy all the time. Because guess what? When Halloween comes around and y'all see somebody out here in blackface, some actor, a celebrity, y'all gonna have a fit. So I just want y'all to have the same energy. That's all. I just think he had a reason behind why he did it. But I don't want to argue with you, but you have a right, good day. He's not gonna All right, child. You'll never win. <laughs> Get it off your chest. So I'm, oh, am, I, am, I, am I making this up? Do we, don't, we don't see actors and celebrities do this on Halloween and we get upset all the time? I get upset if I see a white person in blackface. I don't think for any reason a white person should ever put on blackface. I think. What about that, a half a white person? I think that... Um, half a white person. Drake's half if, a white person. If his explanation is true... Then I'm not mad at it. Like if he had a real, because he's, he's, we'll he's, talk about he's that one of your favorite rappers. We, we'll get, he's we, not. We move the goalposts for celebrities. That's, that's what we not do all true. The time. He gave a full explanation if it was for indeed a role for a movie, and his explanation is what it was from 2007. I'd love to see the movie. We can discuss. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But it didn't, say, it didn't say he completed a project. It said he was working on I, a project. I'm a Drake fan, and I always said I'm a Drake fan. I just want to see. I just want to show that's us. Well, I that's see a little show more. Us. That's it. Because everybody, every celebrity, everybody uses an excuse and. Just tell us, show us, that's all. And if it's true, yeah, it's all good. Let's keep it moving. But if not, then we got more things to talk about. All right. Get off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is uh, Mike from Toronto. Hey, Mike. What's up, man? Get it off your chest. Uh, I just actually got a weird text from her friend. She said she had a dream that I had passed away and she had Whoa. to, it was up to her to release my first album that I'm actually working on right now. So what do you think that dream means? Uh, get the album out soon. Before you oh, die? <laughs> yeah, that's what that sounds like. But do you know death in dreams doesn't always mean death. Sometimes it means uh, a good luck or a life or something a like rebirth. that. A rebirth. That's true. That's true. It says, according... Okay, now, I just looked it up for you. Dreams about death indicate the symbolic ending of something, whether that's a phase, a job, or a relationship, or it can also indicate an attempt to resolve anxiety or anger directed towards yourself. Okay, that makes more sense to me, then. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're going to die. Okay, thank you. Okay. (laughs) But good luck. Thank you. Have a good day. But still put your album out. Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Envy, this is Michael. Um, what's up, Charlamagne and Angela G? I'm Good a fan of you guys. What's happening, my brother? I'm just calling you guys. Um, I've been DMing um, all through you guys. I have wrote a book. It's called African Booty Scratcher. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. It's, just, it's a book about uh, my life growing up in, in America. I'm originally from Africa. When I first came here, everybody used to call me African Booty Scratcher. Mm-hmm. We so get it. We get it. After. Okay, so that I should be I interesting. my mom. The book is on Amazon. I would love to send you guys a copy. We'll send it on up here. I'm going to look it up now, too. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, bro. Hello, who's this? This is Petty D, man. Petty D. Get it off your chest, Petty D. I worked 30 hours overtime like an undocumented Mexican. I got my check, 
and it was short. What do you want us to do? What do you mean? So, in other words, they didn't give you all your hours, or what happened? I don't, I expected more money to be working thirty hours overtime. How what much? What, how much was the check? Like sixteen hundred dollars. I'm sorry for you, bro. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to add it up in my head. That's a lot of money, man. That doesn't sound that bad. That's like almost fifty dollars an hour. Sound that bad? I I get like money? fourteen hundred dollars with no overtime. Oh, okay. So you only got an extra two hundred dollars for thirty hours. Two hundred fifty dollars for thirty hours overtime. So maybe you need to go to your boss and say this check looks a bit short. Maybe they did something I work wrong. For the city. They don't care. Well, you better figure it out. You better get off the phone with us and get on the phone with somebody. Sounds illegal, sir. Where's your union? Yeah, we can't give you no money, bro. <laughs> Why not? All right, now that's enough. All right, bro. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Mark. Mark, get it off your chest. Just wanted to shout out to Charlemagne. You know, man, I've been trying to lose weight. Uh, actually, you know, crazy as it sounds, man, the way Charlemagne talks, man, you're gonna die. I mean, it's the truth, man. I had to hear it. Nobody uh, like nobody likes the truth, sir. I know, man. But yeah, there's uh, a lot of diseases that come with uh, obesity. Duh. Yeah, but, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm gonna be yeah. honest, man. It, it was just it was just me being lazy, man. There ain't no other excuse about it. But uh, so what did you do to lose the weight, man? Just started watching what I was eating, man. Started exercising more. I'm 55 pounds down, and uh, Congrats, had a rough bro. week this week. I haven't really uh haven't really lost too much weight this week, but uh past two days had to get focused again and uh push through and starting to drop back off again man so congratulations uh, my brother man keep it going absolutely man and, and, and thank you for y'all man i just love listening i'm all the way from texas but man you know sometimes you gotta hear the truth man i appreciate it Charlotte, man i know i know a lot of people don't like the way you talk man but sometimes that that's what it takes to get through to us man you just gotta be real i appreciate that my brother thank you very much and stay with it, brother. All right, man. Thank y'all. All right, bro. I'm glad he's losing weight, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to be talking about Drake and the statement that he released about that blackface photo. So find out what he had to say. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. You laugh at the the worst things, brother. I like smoke, man. You you laugh at the worst I, things. I like smoke. I like sitting back just watching things play out. It's interesting. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, everybody's talking about Drake in blackface. Now, he has acknowledged that everyone's talking about it. And here was the explanation he posted. He said, I know everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to clarify this image in question. This was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 2007, a time in my life where I was an actor and I was working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. The photos represented how African-Americans were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. Me and my best friend at the time, Mazen Elsadig, who is also an actor from Sudan, were attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black actors at auditions. This was to highlight and erase our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and to make a point that the struggle for black actors had not changed much. That's a good explanation, but I'd like to see that project. 
Right. Well, I don't know. Let's see if he has something or whoever filmed it because he's not a director or a producer, so he's an actor. And it's interesting that, you know, uh, he felt like that about black issues in 2007. I haven't really seen him be standing up for black issues since he's been in the industry. I really don't know. I'd love to see it, too. I mean, it's easy to just say things when, when, when the, when the fire is when, when on. When the fire is on. That's what I'm saying. When you but got... what if it's not his project that he directed and produced and someone else did it and he doesn't have the footage? Mm. I mean, he could get that footage know. right now. He's Drake. He could get that footage. Or but he back get a piece in 2007, if somebody did something it didn't work out, what if they don't have it? Well, listen, they didn't, he wasn't Drake then. I know Drake's not going. Drake's not do, doing no press with the Breakfast Club. So whoever interviews Drake, just make sure to ask him. Like, oh, that, you know, that was a great explanation. Um, but in, you know, 2007, you said you were standing up for black issues. He might. What he happened? Might. What he happened? Might. Why haven't you been doing that? Since you've been in the industry. Be, it would be in his best interest to come up here and explain some things and talk about some things, I, I think. I got it. That's not happening. Stop All right. It. Well, Dennis Graham, actually, his dad, had to weigh in on some things. Now, he ended up being a, a hot topic on Wendy Williams. And here's what Wendy Williams had to say. So you don't write your own music. So anything that you say is not really from your heart. You're stupid enough to wear blackface with the cha-cha-cha hands at that. A big, stupid cha-cha-cha smile. And then... What is this we hear about you having a baby with a stripper? By the way, in the same song, he also attacked Drake's dad, Dennis, because Dennis walked out on Drake when Drake was only five. But now Dennis is back in Drake's life, and Pusha said that, that Drake parades Dennis around in Steve Harvey suits. Right. <laughs> Wendy does bring up a good point, though. It wasn't the fact what that part? it was just blackface. It was, he was full minstrel. Cha-cha hands, the lips, everything. Well, if he was acting, we get it, but, you know. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just watching. Mm -hmm. I'm just All right, well, Drake's dad responded. Dennis Grammy said, I had come to actually like Wendy Williams and watch her show. It grew on me. Here's the game changer. It's very informative when you listen to a talk host report a story they've actually researched and share it with their audience. But this RuPaul drag race queen looking B <laughs> has stepped out of her lane. You know nothing about Sheesh. Drake or myself. Do your research before you try and be funny to your 79 capacity audience. RuPaul Jr., watch how you speak on our name. I lost all respect for you today. What did Wendy say that nobody else has been saying, though? I don't know. I guess it bothered him because maybe he watches... The cha-cha-cha hands. All right, now. Wendy gonna grab you and make you sit on her lap. Wendy did respond already. <laughs> yeah, that's you, Charlotte. <laughs> Wendy said, I'm watching the battle closely. I don't know why Drake's dad is mad. All I did was recite Push's lyrics. All jokes aside... I really like Steve Harvey suits. He's a sharp dresser, and that beefsteak Charlie mustache that Drake's dad has is mean. That's Just what got the worst mean. shot out of all of this, man. See, what's Steve doing? What does Steve Harvey and his Steve suits do to nobody? anybody? Do none of nobody. Steve Harvey got a nice line of suits. Now, speaking of Drake's alleged son, according to sources close to Drake, they are saying that Drake has been cutting checks to the woman, Sophie, the former porn star, who people are saying he has a child with uh, since the, she gave birth. And he does plan to take a DNA test, but he does feel there's a slight chance the child is his. So he is going to plan to do that. And they are saying that Drake's new album, he had planned to reveal everything about uh, his new son on that album. That yeah, Pusha T messed that whole rollout up. So, yeah, that's the word on that. Did anybody, did anybody check the name? What's the name of your little boy? Allegedly. Adonis. Did anybody check and see if that's registered to Drake or a company owned by Drake, if it's trademarked for any clothes or any sneakers? Because Pushy did say that was going to be the name of his line. Did anybody check that? Uh, no, I have no I'm idea. Sure some, I'm sure some website will do that today. That would that would have been the most obvious thing to do. We, maybe we should have did that. I'm sure right. TMZ will do it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. We got front page news next, Yee. Uh, yes. Let's talk about Donald Trump uh, talking about Roseanne. Okay, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. In the kitchen, 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, tonight, the NBA Finals, game one, the Warriors take on the Cavaliers. So, what do you think is going to win tonight? Uh, the Warriors. Warriors, <laughs> Warriors in five, tonight. man. I say the Warriors in six. Warriors in five. You think Drake can squeeze two games with that team he got? He, he said Drake. Warriors twice? He said Drake. Who did I say? You said Drake oh, can LeBron, squeeze. Oh, LeBron, you think? <laughs> I was like, Drake's playing? I said no, Drake's playing. I, wow. You, you think LeBron can squeeze two players <laughs> out of, I mean, two games out of. I think a, he can. A series with the Warriors with I, that team he got? I think he can. Stop it, man. A lot of Ben Gay, a lot of icing up the knees and back. I think he can pull two out, man. Warriors in five. Might be a sweep, to be honest with you. Nah, I ain't going to be no sweep. Man, LeBron is exhausted. <laughs> okay. And, like, my son my son thinks the NBA is rigged. He thinks it's going to go seven because he thinks that that's how they make more money and get people to watch it more. No. Nah. He said the refs are on and going to be on LeBron's side. My son got this whole conspiracy thing down. But anyway, what else are we talking about in front page news? Uh, we'll talk about Donald Trump. He has broken his silence on what he has to say about the whole Roseanne Barr scandal that happened, her losing her show, the whole staff getting fired. Now, he tweeted out Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like these made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. <laughs> now, here's what else is being said by the White House in response to her getting fired. He's simply pointing out the bias. The president's pointing to the hypocrisy in the media, saying that the most horrible things about this president, uh, and nobody addresses it. Where was Bob Iger's apology to the White House staff for Jamel Hill calling the president and anyone associated with him a white supremacist? This is a double standard that the president is speaking about. No one is defending her comments. They're inappropriate, but that's what the point that he was making. So it's all about him once again. I don't think white people get it, man. I saw something yesterday where they was uh, attacking Bill Maher because Bill Maher called Donald Trump an orangutan. I'm like, it's not the same thing. Monkey is a racial slur that has been used against black people forever. So if you call, if you say Muslim Donald Trump looks like an orangutan, and no. Planet of the Apes That's crazy. had a baby. And Roseanne was trying to say she didn't even know that Valerie Jarrett was black. Did you see that explanation that she gave? <laughs> Well, when I saw the picture, too, I kind of She didn't said, look black? What did she look? I ain't, I, I ain't, I ain't going to say she didn't look black. But, but she looked yeah, what? I mean, I, she could pass for another as well. Hmm. All right. Now, the other explanation Roseanne gave was that she was on Ambien, and so that was why she wrote those things on social media. Ambien has since released a statement. They said people of all races, religions, and nationalities work at Sanofi, that's their parent company, every day to improve the lives of people around the world. While all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known side effect of any of our medication. So they want people to know if you take Ambien, that's not going to make you racist. It's not going to make you racist. Look at Valerie. Come on now. But I feel like she's aware of who Valerie Jarrett is if she's tweeting <laughs> See what I'm about, saying? <laughs> about her. Oh, no, I, I definitely believe Roseanne knew because, she was black. Yeah. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't believe that she didn't know that. And we all know Valerie Jarrett up here. And that's not her first time uh, referring to a black person as a monkey. She did it in 2013 to Susan Rice. Right. So. Well, you did it. And all right, what else are we talking about? The consequences. And what is going to happen to everybody on the show? Because they do, uh, you know, there's a like we said before, there's a lot of writers and people that have lost their jobs, and they're all still in shock right now. Tom Arnold, uh, who is Roseanne's 
ex-husband, also the actor, said he knew this was all going to happen. He said, I had a feeling this was going to happen when I first heard Roseanne was coming back, when I read her social media in the very beginning, and I saw how she was so into the conspiracy stuff with Donald Trump and and how far gone she was and the Pizzagate and Hillary is a pedophile and Obama wasn't born here. He said she was a birther and how crazy that was. I just knew this would not end well. I don't feel sorry for none of those people because they knew who Roseanne was when they got in bed with her. So you have to deal with the consequences of Roseanne's actions, period. Remember Steve Irwin? Remember him? Remember Steve Irwin? They used to play with all the crocodiles yeah, the and the animals. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Hunter when he got hit in the chest with the stingray and the stingray killed him? When you heard that, you weren't surprised. <laughs> when you heard, oh, Steve Irwin got killed by a stingray, you weren't surprised I was. That. I was surprised. Oh, stop it. This man been sticking his head in lion's... Sticking his mouth... Yeah, but sticking I thought, his head in lion's mouth. I thought it would have been a lion or a crocodile, not a stingray. Stingrays can kill you, too. I, the moral of the story is you weren't that. surprised to hear that he got killed by some wild animal. I'm not surprised to hear that Roseanne got canceled because she was being racist. Stop it. So I don't feel sorry for the casting crew. They knew who they were getting in bed with. Well, all right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, let's take your calls. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's talk Drake in blackface. Now, he le- he released a statement that, that said the reason why he was in blackface was because of what, ye? Uh, he says that it's a picture from 2007 where he was an actor and working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles being stereotyped and typecast. All right. Is that a good excuse for you? Do you excuse Drake now? 800-585-1051 or do you need more information? Ask the question. Open up the phone lines. Let's talk. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was B.I.G. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're talking Drake in blackface. 800-585-1051. Now, yesterday he released a statement of why he was dressed up in blackface. And what did he say, Yee? Uh, his explanation is that he was working back in 2007 on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles and being stereotyped and tapcast. So he said it was representing how African-Americans were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. Does this excuse Drake for uh, dressing in blackface? That is the question. Yee, what do you think? I think it's still a poor decision. Like, do I think Drake is canceled over this uh, photo shoot and video uh, project that he was working on 11 years ago? No, I don't think that. I do think he should be embarrassed about it. I think it was a bad decision. But he was a lot younger, and if indeed it was for a project, you know, we would love to hear from the director of said project. Now, if it was for the project, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. If it was actually but it was probably for a project, still a bad decision, and it was doing something to to talk about actors in Hollywood and getting roles, and that was the reason why he was doing it. Then I understand and I get it because he did it for a purpose and he did it to to open up awareness. But now this is the thing: you you and I know that when people get in trouble, they say whatever they have to say to get that fire off their ass. And if that's 100%. the case then that's a little something. Then we have to have different conversations. What do you yeah, think, Charlamagne? I'm not mad at the explanation. In fact, that's the only explanation he could have. But if you're black, you can't just pop out in blackface, okay? We need to know the intent, and we need to know why. And if you're white, you shouldn't be in blackface at all. And if you're biracial like Drake, it can really get complicated. And does it excuse him? No, because we got to get these jokes off. So what, what happened if he had half a blackface then because he's half and half? Then would, would, would it be excuse Oh, he definitely, now he looking just, to, he looking just for problems. Worse, then. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, we, we got to get these jokes off. And when you let a pick like that live with no context, you're going to get these jokes. But I would say, uh, you know, Drake released a statement. He said in 2007 he was trying to prove a point. 
uh, the scr- showing the struggles of, of black actors. So I would just ask Drake on this press run when he when he goes out here in these streets, you know, um, what black causes have you been standing up for lately? Uh, what black causes have you been standing up for since you've been in the industry, since you felt that strongly about it in 2007? Because, I mean, it has been a lot of more serious black issues happening in the past decade, right? Right, and and we haven't heard much, have we? I haven't. I mean, yeah. I, I personally haven't. I mean, I see J. Cole out here definitely on his... You know, with his fist up, I see Kendrick definitely out here with his fist up. I haven't really seen that from Drake, so that was just, you know, something something new for me to hear, him standing up for black issues. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? My name is Brittany. Good morning, guys. Hey, Brittany. We're talking about Drake dressed in blackface. What do you think? I think it's inexcusable. Just that simple. Um, I heard his statement. I think it's to save space in his own little way, but I don't, I don't accept his apology. Okay. Mm. Even if that was the case, that he w- really wants to open it up and shine awareness to black actors happening hard in Hollywood? So why didn't he shine that light before it was leaked out in the way the way it was? I would have actually said it a lot better if he would have just made a really huge diss record instead of making this whole apology statement. Okay. Thank well, I you. guess it probably um, hurt him a lot that people were having such things to say about that, and he understood how damaging that image could be. Yeah. Jamal. Yeah. What's up, bro? We're talking Drake. Is is he uh excused? Do you forgive him? Look, yeah, um, I, I do forgive Drake, man. Um, I don't think he needs to explain himself or anything else. It's not like it's hard to believe he's an actor. You know, he was an actor back in the day. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he needs to explain himself anymore. I mean, it, it, that don't even make sense. Oh, but that's how you know Pusha T. Uh, Pusha T was very effective. The fact that he's explaining himself. Well, yeah, he got it. <laughs> he got, oh, yeah, he, he ain't he never seen. You never seen Drake release nah. a statement explaining himself nah. ever. He was getting that pressure. I'm sure he was getting that pressure. Push got that pressure on he him. Was getting that pressure. pressure, 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 pressure. I'm sure his comments was a little crazy. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five. What we're talking, Drake? Of course, he was dressed in blackface. He, he released a statement explaining why. Do you forgive him for his statement? Do you excuse Drake now that you heard his statement? If you haven't, we'll talk about and, it when I, we come and, back. And I just want to know why in 2007 he was standing up for black actors, but over the years since he's been on, I can't recall Drake standing up for too many black causes. So I want y'all to correct me if I'm wrong. Well, call, I see call, him call on Instagram. He wrote a whole thing about Alton Sterling being killed. And um, even on, tar- was it Charged Up, where he uh, talks about cops shooting us, even cops are killing people with their arms up and your main focus is trying to harm us. But he did do a whole entire thing about Alton Sterling and calling America his second home and feeling disheartened, emotional and truly scared. So he has so talked about it. There's, so what he's, there's he said, a few what, times did he's he, oh, so he spoke, Did he speak about, did he uh, directly reference blackness in the Alton Sterling thing? He All said right. it's impossible to ignore the relationship between black and brown communities and law enforcement because it's as strained, strained as it was decades ago. No one begins their life as a hashtag, yet the trend of being reduced to one continues. Oh, that's good. He did it once. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, we're talking Drake in blackface. Now, he released a statement and said the reason he was wearing blackface was because of what, Yee? Uh, he said in 2007, he was an actor. He was working on a project about young black actors struggling to get roles being stereotyped and typecast. Um, yes, I'm not mad at the explanation. Cause I don't, I don't know, I don't see what other explanation he could have. But you know, like I said, you can't just pop out in blackface. All right, we need to know the intent and why. And if you're white, you shouldn't be in blackface at all. And if you're biracial like Drake, it can get really complicated. And also, let the record show the next celebrity we see in blackface because it happens every year around Halloween. Y'all better have this kind of understanding. I'm gonna wait for y'all. I'm, well, you say it's a white person in blackface. Drake is half white. So, once again, y'all better have this kind of understanding. So now, with a half-white, half-black person, if they <laughs> identify black. themselves as black, can't they be black? I don't know what Drake identifies as. I'm being honest with you. I think I, would, I don't think we'd know. 
I think that's one of the he's reasons. I think that's one of the reasons. Drake is black. The I, world, I the world what, looks at Drake as black. The, yeah, world, he's black. the world looks at him as black. I don't know what he identifies as. I'm sure he identifies as a black Jewish man. But I think that's one of the reasons people were so up in arms when they saw him in the black face because they weren't sure. They're like, whoa, now. Because we know Drake's biracial. We're not really sure what Drake identifies as. Well, like, you bi- see most stuff bi- in black. I'm biracial. I'm black. Okay. But I identify with my Asian culture as well, but I consider myself a black woman. I'm black, too. No, you're not. You're Dominican. I'm black, man. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This your boy, D, from the Bronx. You already. What's good, Envy? D, what's up, bro? You we already what? Why do morning? people say that? You already? You I already know. Already. <laughs> but anyway, he don't get no pass, you know? Because where was that when, when all of this black movement was going on with the Kaepernick and everything? Not only that, because he tried to justify it, show tells me that Pusha T destroyed him on his battle. Look, and, and, and by the way, another thing that we're forgetting, and I know everybody wants to say I hate Drake, but I'm just stating the facts. <laughs> Drake was getting that picture removed for the past two days. Why are you getting that picture removed for the past two days? If it's just something you did for a project I and you was it. trying to you was trying to enlighten, what do you say, trying to bring attention to the awareness of black people and auditions the, or whatever, whatever? Why would you get that picture removed the past couple of days? The block is hot, and I don't want that picture. Nah, up. man, own it, stand by it. If, it. if it's if it's if it's nothing, it's nothing, right? Nah, people still. I don't know that he feels like it's nothing. Maybe he regrets the decision he made eleven years ago, and maybe taken out of context. Well, say that you know, but, but he acting really bothered. Hello, who's this? James Williams. Hey, what's up, bro? We're talking Drake dressed in blackface. Uh, he released a statement. Do you forgive him? Do you excuse him for that statement now? No. Why not? Because <laughs> everybody goes through struggles. What? So you're saying it's not, you don't even believe in the struggle that he was saying that he was representing? I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe in it because it, it's not that it wasn't there. He has proof. I mean, it's on. that's his emotions and how he feels about it. And... That's how he looks at it. Okay. I just want to see the project. I want to make sure that there's a project because when we all know when it, when it's fire when it's under heat, your ass, exactly. you make any excuse possible to let things slide, and hopefully it, it was sliding. But we don't and know if, if he the did project it for that reason, ever I'm, was I'm completed. Him. Right. But well, show me a little bit. If yeah. you're in full costume, y'all got it something. Yeah. Y'all got it real. There's a scene. Yeah. He has a picture. You saw it. <laughs> Julia. Hey, how y'all doing? Como esta usted? Muy bien, y tú? I see, I see, I see. <laughs> I've been worried about Spanish, huh? Jesus Christ. I, yes, was, you know, just a little bit. That was no bueno. <laughs> now we're talking, <laughs> that was Basuda. We're talking Drake in blackface. What do you think? I feel like Drake is lying out his ass. I really do. I feel like I would love to see the project that he was working on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just felt like. That's all I'm saying. That's common sense. Yes, exactly, because it's easy for somebody to say, oh, well, I was doing this, and this is what I meant behind it, instead of just telling the truth. People eat it up. I I mean, I'm the same way. I just want to see the project. I'm not saying that he's lying. I just want to see. Show me a little more. I just want to see it because, like, I used to watch Aubrey Graham, you know, on Degrassi, like, back in 2007, all of that, before he became famous, you know, in... Um, you know, in hip-hop and all that. So I would just really love to see the project that he was working on because he was working with everybody back then, so I, I really don't know what project he was talking about. But I would love to see it, though. That's all. That's all. Yeah. Okay. I want to see a little more. All right, thank you, Mama. Thank you. Y'all have a blessed day. You too now. What's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is y'all better have this kind of understanding when it comes to the next celebrity who puts on blackface, okay? I want I want everybody to pump their brakes and wait for the reason <laughs> and wait for their explanation, okay? That's all I'm saying.
All right. Well, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's switch it up and do some good news. We'll tell you about a rapper who actually gave somebody a brand new car. Okay. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Breakfast Club. Hey, question. Is this the yes. first time that a press release has ever been released in the middle of a rap battle? Yeah, I saw Anderson Pack hmm. write that on social media. Isn't, this, isn't that kind of strange? Do we... Does the rap battle continue after this? <laughs> it was a statement, not really a press release. Well, I'm saying, do you put out a press statement and then continue to rap? See, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, should he have just rapped that part in his in in, in the That's reply? Oh, wow! I don't know if you could put that in a nah. But do you do we care to hear another record now after a statement has been released explaining something somebody it just said in another be hot, record? That's all. Yeah, Drake gotta get a he gotta get a little get back. He's not gonna punch me in my eye. Keep it moving. Sometimes it's best to keep it moving before you lose the other eye. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the BET Awards. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, BET has announced yesterday some of the performers who will be taking the stage at the BET Awards. They're going to be still announcing. But Nicki Minaj is performing Janelle Monet, her, LMA, and the Migos. So, so far, those are the people they have announced, amongst others. And the BET Awards will be in L.A., of course, as y'all know. DJ Khaled has the most nominations with six. Kendrick Lamar has five. And uh, that's going to air on Sunday, June 24th. It's going to be live. Okay. So, I'll be out there. All right, Offset. Remember you got in that really bad car accident a couple of weeks ago? Mm -hmm. And his car looked wrecked. He totaled his green Dodge Challenger. He said he was swerving to avoid hitting a crackhead in the road. Well, the good Samaritan who actually had been walking to work when he saw Offset climbing out of the car helped him out. And now Offset has given him a brand new car. How nice cool is that? That's Offset. Dope. And um, I hate all you uppity elitists on social media who are saying things like, oh, he just bought him an Altima. Like, wait, what's wrong with you? You got him a Nissan Altima. Look, the guy what's, was walking to work. What's okay, wrong with now Ultima? he has Exactly. He was walking. The man was walking before. Now he got a nice brand, I guess it's a brand new Nissan Altima. And y'all, uh, what y'all want him to buy? He got a, a car. He got a car. <laughs> he had nothing. He got a car. They man. feel like Offset should buy him a Bentley because he's Offset. Now, I don't, know, I don't know if Jamar had a car already or not, but it's a great gesture. And I don't know exactly what he did. But he did have to, Offset did have to go to the hospital, and I guess, I don't know if he drove him to the hospital or what happened, but he gave him a brand new car and acknowledged that, so that's dope. Drop on the clues, bonds for Offset again, man. He looked confused, too, when they showed the video. He didn't look like he knew what was going on. He was like, you, you going to give this to here? me? I can have this? <laughs> well, I mean, because clearly he don't have a license. All right, well. You can look at him and tell you don't got a license. Ben Simmons. <laughs> what does that look, look like? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ben Simmons and Tanache, it looks like they were having a cute relationship. She was posting him. She seemed really excited that they were dating and finally put it out in the world after speculation. But now he's dating Kendall Jenner, according to page six. So that quickly, Ben Simmons from the Philadelphia 76ers has moved on from Tanache to Kendall Jenner. Well, Philly, you can kiss all your championship dreams goodbye. Yeah, what was Snoop Dogg? Kardashian curse will strike again. I have to say about that. Now, uh, you know, Tanache's brother went on social media and wrote, Never met you before in my life. Days after you break my sister's heart, you do this. People all lied on her talking fake news about my sis, uh, quote, doing Kardashian-ish. You cheat on her with a Jenner. And then he said, Donovan Mitchell uh, for Rookie of the Year. You know what, though? That's not fair. That's not fair. Because usually when they date the, the, the one of them, they win a championship. Reggie Bush won one with the Saints. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Lamar Odom won one with Did the he? Lakers. Yeah. What about the other dude? What was his name? Um, Christian Thompson, one with the Cavs. Oh, Humphrey, he's, he's trash. It's not his fight. <laughs> well, yeah. Kendall Jenner's dated other basketball players before. She dated Blake Griffin most recently. Oh. You guys would call that. He won the slam dunk contest. He's in Detroit. And then uh, she also reportedly dated Jordan Clarkson as well. So there you have it. All right, Brigitte Nelson at the age of 54. And you remember her. She used to date Flavor Flav. And, um, oh, the old woman. She's about 50, right? She's 54. She's Syl- Sylvester Stallone's ex. She had a baby? She's having a baby. She is pregnant. Wow. Yes, she announced it. And she captioned it, family getting larger and uh, Brigitte Nielsen baby bump. And she also played in wow. Rocky Four, if you guys remember. So she already has four sons. Her sons are 34, 28, 25, and 23. And now she is 54 years old. Why would you want to do that to your womb and your vagina at 54 years old? Well, how old is Janet Jackson? She just had a baby. Why? They got to do a lot of tests, though, to make sure that the baby's a okay. A lot of tests yeah. to make sure the baby's Listen, okay. Listen, congratulations to her. And the crazy thing is a lot of guys like to date older women because they feel like they can shoot their clubs up because they won't get pregnant. That's, uh-huh. a, that's one of the reasons, a lot of, that's one of the reasons like, a lot of guys like to date older women. How old was that lady you you were uh, messed with back in the day? She was like 60? What are you talking about? Anyway, I'm Angela Yee, <laughs> and that mind. is your rumor report. Why don't you just be making stuff up for me? <laughs> no, you, you told me stories. She used to leave money on the on the night table for you when you left? Some I, was, extra I was in my 20s. And she was in her 40s. Oh, okay. I thought she was... God, a- damn. Well, you can just exaggerate for no reason. You're 60 years old. You're 60 years old. Sleeping with a woman that got menopause. Remember you told me you slept with her because it was cold and she was going through menopause? <laughs> and she, she was warm all the time. Remember you told me that? Is this a real story? Up stuff. Oh. No, you're just making up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you said, you know what? That's so crazy. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for those rumors. Charlemagne, mm-hmm. who are you giving your donkey to? Mm. A 60-year-old woman. <laughs> a young lady named Namoria Villa Gomez. I know okay. you got that name I wrong. Know you I know that name is that right. wrong. That doesn't that matter. Name. She's a murderer. Well, no. almost murderer. All right. We'll talk about it for after that. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, dunk it other day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yes, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yes, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, May 31st goes to a 34-year-old named... What's her name? You tell us. Namoria Villa Gomez. Namoria Villa Gomez. Okay, now Namoria appeared in court Tuesday because she stabbed her six-year-old son six times with a steak knife. Say that three times fast. Now, yes, stabbed him. Gave him a stab for each year he was born. Now, I know you're wondering why. What could a six-year-old have done to get stabbed six times? I thought about this because I don't like to rush to judgment because some of these kids is bad as hell. Okay, but what could a kid do to get stabbed six times? Of course, in a perfect world, the correct answer would be nothing. But guess what? We don't live in a perfect world. In this world that we live in, Namoria Villagomez said she stabbed her six-year-old son six times because he deserved it. Let's go to KGW8NBC for the report, please. Perhaps the worst part of this story, that mother told police her little six-year-old boy deserved to be stabbed. 34-year-old Namoria Villa Gomez has another mugshot. She's charged with intentionally trying to kill her son, even trying to strangle his 14-month-old baby brother. Police say Saturday night, a woman here at the Agate Heights Apartments called 911 when her six-year-old neighbor ran to her, yelling that his mother was trying to kill him. Police got him to a hospital, then found Villa Gomez covered in blood in a back bedroom holding the baby. The baby was treated for choke marks on its throat and has tested positive for meth. 
the little boy possibly had a punctured liver and lung. Via Gomez has a history of assault, DUI, and drug possession. Yep. That's crazy. After hearing that, you know that six-year-old boy didn't deserve to get stabbed. That six-year-old boy deserved to come out of the womb of a better human being. All right, that six-year-old boy deserves to live with a family that actually cares about his well-being. That six-year-old boy deserves to have a mother who isn't struggling with anger and substance abuse issues. Her youngest child had meth in its system because clearly Nemoria was using meth when she was pregnant with her youngest child. That little boy didn't deserve to get stabbed. He just deserved better than you. Please give Nemoria Villa Gomez the biggest hee-haw, please. Oh, and by the way, Nemoria is getting what she deserves, which is charges for attempted murder, assault, and yes. criminal mistreatment. As she should. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. When we come back, ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, you need relationship advice. So any type of advice, call Yee right now. Hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, man? It's your boy, Adam. Adam, what's up? What's your question for you, man? Man, I'm trying to get some advice on how I should propose to my girl who's been together for like nine years, and I'm ready to make the next step, but I don't know how I should actually do the proposal. First of all, you got to slow down you when you speak. You sound so muffled. So you've been your with phone your, sounds crazy. You've been with your girl for nine years, and you want to propose. Yes. Okay, everybody's different. Does you think she would prefer to have you propose someplace in public, around people, or would she rather it just be the two of you alone? Uh, she probably would want her like, family and stuff around, I'm sure. Okay. So, uh, where was your first date? We actually went to McDonald's for the first date. Oh, man, you and the whole family should go to McDonald's and you should propose there. You better not. I don't know about that. <laughs> you better not. I don't know about I'm that. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right, so I think uh, something like this, if, you, if she's very close with her family and you know she would want them to be there as well, uh, is there some place like a restaurant or a location that is meaningful for you guys in your relationship? Because it's, it's more... Lot. Adam, it's more about the thought than anything else. Like, what would be something that she, some place that she loves and that her family loves that is going to be conducive to you being able to have some privacy and be able to have her whole family there so it's not a whole bunch of, you know, other random people where you can propose? What's a, a meaningful place? I think a restaurant we went to. I can't remember the name of it, but I do got the business club. Okay, is there any event coming up, like a, a birthday or anything where, you know, you guys can get together so it doesn't seem so obvious? Her sister's birthday is in, uh, I think, like a week and a half. So you're going to do it that soon? I mean, I'm ready. I already got the meeting. I just don't know how to do it. Okay, so before you do it at her sister's birthday uh, dinner, make sure you talk to her sister. Because, you know, sometimes uh, someone else's event, but it, it might be actually really nice. Her sister might love that. Uh, you should talk to her sister about it and plan it and let her know that's the plan so she can work with you so you're not doing everything yourself. You're going to need somebody to be a runner and go back and forth and maybe get something from here and set, you know, up the cake or whatever it is, cause a distraction, make sure she's there on time, make sure her nails are done. You know, so she could take that picture immediately, things that as women we think of. But, yeah, just talk to her sister and do it at that restaurant and, and do it under uh, the guise that it's her sister's birthday. You guys are all getting together. You're going to dinner at a restaurant that she loves. And bang. Sounds good to me. Thank you. All right, Adam. Good luck. Let us know how, when she says yes and send us a video so we could post it. Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Jerry. Jerry, what's your question for you, bro? Uh, me and my girl were living for two years in our house, 
and we've been together for five years. I'm the only one working, and basically she, I get her a job, and you know, so she quits. Okay, so she basically likes just being in the house and not having a job. Or is it that she's not passionate about anything? I think it's not being passionate. That's about everything. Uh, what, so what does she tell you that she wants to do with her life? Basically nothing. I asked her, do you want to work at like, a bank or something like that? She likes doing cooking, but she doesn't want to do a job at any time. Mm-hmm. Here's the issue. The issue is more about the fact that it's hard to be with somebody who doesn't have motivation in life. And, you know, they, if you're working hard and doing all of those things and she's not bringing anything to the table and she doesn't know what she wants to do, that's kind of unattractive. Yeah, and to be honest, I really think I'm being used. That's what I really think. But the other thing is, is there other things going on in her life? Is she going through something, like, mentally? Is she depressed about anything? Anything affecting her that she's feeling? Uh, no. Okay. Well, what do you want to do? Can you be with somebody that's uh, content with just sitting in the house while you take care of everything? Yeah, I'm thinking about, like, being done with her business. She has no respect for me. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, you know, and it's and it's not even just about finances, although that's an important thing, too, but it's also about motivation. Who wants to be with somebody that has no motivation in life? Yeah, you're right. All right, so what actually might be good is for you to stop taking care of everything, let her get out, get her own space, have to pay her own bills, and then maybe she'll be resurged. Maybe it'll be a wake-up call for her, but you can't just be that crutch all the time. Okay. All right, Jerry, good luck. All right, bye. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Denise. Hey, Denise, what's your question for you? Uh, my question is for you. How long do you post to, like, wait in a relationship before you can just completely give up? I've been with the guy for almost five years now. We recently just had a son, but he wants to purchase a home and move in. And I'm like, well, I would prefer to be married in mm-hmm. doing this. And I don't know how to get that over to him. Like, it's... He's just not processing that. He, he says he's still in the learning stage, but how much learning do you need to get from a person? You're ready to make this large commitment with a home. Why not right. in marriage? And when he talks about buying a home, both of your names will be on the home? Yeah, both of our names are on the home. We both plan on um, putting the money to renovate. Mm-hmm. It's just... You know, I will say this, Denise, and I, I agree that a lot of times people aren't on the same page as far as when they want to get married, as far as purchasing a home. If you're not comfortable with moving into a home with him until you guys are married, then don't do that. Right. And let him know, I'm not comfortable with that. I We can still be together, but until we decide to make this, because buying a home together with somebody is a big decision, you know, and marriage is important to you. So if you're not comfortable about something, then something's telling you don't do it. And that's your intuition. And, you know, I don't know for him, like what his restriction is. I I know a lot of people are nervous because marriage is forever. That's what it's supposed to be, you know, and it seems like he has some reservations, but he doesn't have any reservations about going into this big uh, process of buying a house, which, you know, if things don't go right. That is a hard thing to have to divvy everything up and figure out what are we going to do and move out, so on and so forth. So it looks like he wants to be with you, but maybe marriage is scary to him. But that's crazy. He keeps keeps talking about, you know, we still have learning to do. How much learning do you need to go through with a person? Yeah, I would be like, look, I don't want to buy a house until we finish this learning that you say we have to get done because that's a big commitment for me as well. So if we're going to make that commitment, then we need to go all the way. That's crazy. And that really just kind of leaves it on him. You know, it's up to you. If this is what you really want and you really want to be with me, if you're not sure you want to be with me, then we shouldn't buy a home together. Right. 
I still love you, still want to be with you. And so when you feel like you're ready, then we can get back on discussing this because don't do anything that you're not comfortable with. I understand. All right, yeah. Thank you. You're All welcome. Right. And congrats on your son. Ask Yee, 800 Now, you got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, Jimmy Kimmel is under fire now. Find out who he is defending that has people furious. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, people are upset about what Jimmy Kimmel had to say in defense of Roseanne. Now, he tweeted out what at the real Roseanne said is indefensible, but angrily attacking a woman who is obviously not well does no good for anyone. Please take a breath and remember that mental health issues are real. The no. Roseanne, I know, Shut up, Jimmy. could probably use some compassion no. and help right <laughs> no, now. No, Jimmy. Shut oh. up, Jimmy. Oh no, goodness. no. There's nothing about Roseanne that has shown us she has mental illness issues at all. That when? can't be the excuse for this. Not at she's all. Been, she's been showing racism and bigotry throughout her whole life. Now, do I agree that racism is a mental condition? Absolutely. But I don't think Roseanne is mentally ill. Not well, here's at all. what else Jimmy Kimmel had to say on his show last night. This first season of the show is also its last, which is a huge blow to business. I mean, we don't have much on this network. We're hoping the NBA Finals goes 11 games this year. <laughs> We're still airing America's Funniest Home Videos, okay? <laughs> Roseanne was very bigly hit for ABC, and we needed it. Hear me out. Just because Roseanne is gone doesn't mean the whole show has to go. The show must go on. I have an idea that I think makes this work for everyone. What do you think about continuing and renaming it Dan after her no, on-screen It's a wrap. That show's done. Yeah, you still need Roseanne on the show. What's yeah. going to happen to Roseanne on the show? She's going to die? They said just rename it and continue it, but I guess, I mean, she's the star of the show. I don't know if it could really just go on. Nah, that's a wrap. Yo, Jimmy, you don't have to comment on everything, my brother. Some things you can sit out. There's plenty of other things going on in the world. Right? <laughs> All right, well, Tiny also said, and T.I.'s wife, Tiny, also said that she thinks ABC went too far by canceling Roseanne. Now, she said she was bummed to hear it been canceled because of that tweet that Roseanne uh, posted, but she did say that she's heard worse. And she would have preferred that ABC take a different route. So she said it's also more about the innocent people that got fired. Does T.I. know about this? I don't think Tiny knows what's going about, on. She's saying there's more about the, the other people that got fired. But no. That show should be out all of All of those people knew what they were getting in bed with. They know Roseanne is a racist. They know Roseanne is a bigot. She's shown this history before. I don't feel sorry for them. No, nah, that show's a wrap. Let's see how long we could ride this wave exactly. before we get canceled. Before we, before we wipe out. Now, Kim Kardashian was on the cover of the paper today, and everyone was talking about her meeting with Donald Trump. Uh, now, she issued a statement on meeting with him. She said, I would like to thank President Trump for his time this afternoon. It is our hope that the president will grant clemency to Miss Alice Marie Johnson, who is serving a life sentence for a first-time nonviolent drug offense. We are optimistic about Miss Johnson's future and hopeful that she and so many like her will get a second chance at life. Mm. So... According to sources, the meeting that she had with Donald Trump went extremely well, and now she's going to meet with Jared Kushner. So we'll, well see what happens with that. Now, so, if she does get that young woman out of jail, was the meeting worth it? Because we give flack to everybody when they go meet with Trump. If she actually gets gets that done, 
then every celebrity should go and request something. And then, because Donald Trump posted a picture also, of course, with Kim. And he was cheesy. Great meeting with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> but I kind of feel Great like. Great meeting with Kim today talked about prison reform and sentencing. I feel like he did that. And he will probably grant what she wants just to say, you can come with me, meet with me and you can get more celebrities to come in. Well, that's the thing, though. To play. So that's what it takes I, to I get so. something I, I told done. Send a reality star. I told y'all that yesterday. I said that he's a celebrity. So being that he's a celebrity in chief, he understands the language of other celebrities. Mm. Politicians talking to him is like speaking a foreign language. So you got to go get celebrities. The politicians got to talk to celebrities. It's got to be like a, a competition series or something. Clearly. <laughs> if it gets done. Who wants to meet with Trump? The winner will get their wish granted. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you want to hear. At DJ Envy, get your request in right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> 